Hey, hey, y'all. If you want to head to our website to check out all the different things Pizzazz offers, then just head to pizzazzart.com. That's P-Z-A-Z-Z-A-R-T.com. You will see our online memberships. We've got kids club memberships, our lettering club membership, our one project a month membership. We call that paint and praise. You will see some freebies that we've got there for you. And you'll see our local classes if you're local. So head to the website, check it out, pizzazzart.com, P-Z-A-Z-Z-A-R-T.com. Hey, hey, y'all. This is Casey Hope with the Here's Hope podcast. And today we are diving into a subject that I just am curious to know more, to study more. And I am definitely not a pro on this. I don't know all there is to know, but I am learning and I'm digging into scripture. And I just want to bring you along as I'm doing this so you can kind of learn along with me. So over on our Facebook page right now, you know, we teach lessons online. We teach them in the studio, but we also do them online. Most of our things that we teach are inside of our membership, where every single Monday night we are doing different things inside of our membership. But every once in a while, we will have online classes that are open to anybody. So we have one coming up. It's just $15. It's called Angels Among Us. I'm super excited about it because it's this beautiful Christmas angel that we're painting. I say Christmas angel. It's not really Christmas angel, but there's something about angels that just feel Christmassy to me. But it's a navy blue background, textured wings, just really beautiful piece of art. And we're doing it on a canvas and we're doing it on an ornament and we're doing it on a card. And I'm even showing you how to draw and letter with it inside of your Bible if you like to Bible journal. So I'm showing you lots of different ways to take this angel and to apply it to different surfaces, both for your own, you know, for your own self and also for gifts. But as I am creating this and and just, you know, thinking about it, I realize there's a lot of interest around angels, but I feel like there's also sometimes a lot of misinformation around angels as well. Now, I don't know about you. Have you ever experienced anything that you thought, huh, I wonder if that was an angel encounter? I don't know. I have had times in my life where I didn't know for sure, but it kind of felt like, huh, something supernatural definitely just happened there. For example, I remember when I was 16 and I was riding with a friend of mine and we had about four people in the car. <laughs> Nowadays in our state, they don't let you do that anymore. They, they say if you're 16, you get one non-family member in the car. But back then, we would pile everybody in the car and it would be fine. Like that's a, what you would do on day one of turning 16 is everybody would be in the car with you. This was not day one of my friend being 16, but I do remember us all being very new drivers. And there were about four of us in the car and we were at a red light turning left and we didn't get a left green arrow. We just got the green light. And as a 16 year old driver, sometimes it's hard to gauge when to turn left, when to not. I mean, honestly, even as a however old I am driver, (laughs) it's sometimes hard. Sometimes I'm like, I'll just wait on that green arrow um, because it's sometimes hard to see all the things. And so on this particular time, she misjudged it. She pulled out. And as she pulled out, we felt like, oh, no, this is not right. Like we we immediately were like, oh, gosh, but you're already in it at that point. Like you're already moving forward. And we all were almost bracing for impact. And 
there was something that felt supernatural about at the last second. It felt like we were literally picked up and pushed out of the way. Like it was a different gear. Like, yes, she had her foot pedal to the metal the whole time as she's like mm, trying to get out. But it was a different kind of um, of momentum that after it happened, we're all kind of like losing our breath from, oh my gosh, did we almost just get hit? And yes, we did. And then somebody in the car said, did y'all feel that? And we were all like, yeah, what was that? Like, it was just a whole other level of momentum. Like, it was as if the car was in a gear that it did not have, and it hit it right at the exact right time, and boom, we were out of the way in the nick of time. Now, was that an angel pushing us out of the way? Was that coincidence? Was that the car just in the nick of time doing some different thing in a gear? I don't know. But I do know is that we were safe and we were protected. And we had some mamas that had been praying for us to be safe and protected as well. And I do know that there are angels that are around us to guard us and to protect us. And so while I can't say for sure if that encounter was an angel encounter or not, what I can do is I can dig into Scripture and let's look at what Scripture does say is true about angels. Now, as I am studying this, I want to tell you about a book that I think is a great, um, a great resource. It's just called Angels, and it's by Billy Graham. Um, Angels, uh, the subtitle is God's Secret Agents. And again, that's by Billy Graham. You're going to hear me quoting uh, multiple things from this book as I'm reading through. And it, it is rich. It is deep. It is a lot. And <laughs> now, I cannot consume too much at one time. So I, today, am really just going to kind of focus on three points. So let's dive in. As he opens up the book, or kind of in the beginning chapters, he really starts with addressing, like, are angels real? Like, what do we really think about them? And number one, the Bible refers to them all the time. And so if you believe that the Bible is true and accurate, as I do, then we believe in angels. And sometimes people seem to have a hard time believing in things that they cannot see. But I thought that he did a great job. And so I'm just going to read straight from the book of something just about the visibility, the invisibility, what we choose to believe, what we say we don't believe, how, but then we dive a little bit deeper into what we believe and we're like, oh yeah. So I, I'm talking a lot. Let me just read this because I feel like it makes a lot of sense if you have ever struggled with believing something that maybe you can't see. It says, while angels may become visible by choice, our eyes are not constructed to see them ordinarily any more than we can see the dimensions of a nuclear field the structure of atoms, or the electricity that flows through copper wiring. Our ability to sense reality is limited. I want to reread that one. Our ability to sense reality is limited. Think about it. The deer of the forest far surpass our human capacity in their keenness of smell. So we know we can't smell everything that there is to, to smell. He goes on to say, bats possess a phenomenally sensitive built-in radar system. We don't. Bats do. Our senses are limited. Some animals can see things in the dark that escape our attention. Again, 
Our senses are limited. And we know this. We know all of these things and we accept them as fact all the time. We know some animals see better than us. They smell better than us. They sense things better than us. Swallows and geese possess sophisticated guidance systems that appear to border on the supernatural. So why should we think it strange if men fail to perceive the evidences of angelic presence? So you see, sometimes we think that we have a problem believing things that we don't see. But in reality, we do it every day. (laughs) We know there are things that our eyes cannot see. Atoms, electricity, like we know there are things that we don't understand. And, um, and angels and the spiritual, spiritual forces is one of them. Now, our culture, can sometimes seem to focus more on the negative spiritual forces. And that should not be something that scares you if you are a Christian. So I hope that this podcast, it opens your eyes to the realness of angels, but does not scare you in any way. Because yes, there are forces for good and forces for evil that we cannot see in the spiritual realm, but God's forces, God angels, God's army is stronger. So let's dive in. Okay, so point number one, I told you I'm not going to go over too many points because my brain just cannot even conceive it all. So I'm going to stick with three. So number one, basing this on scripture, we see that God created angels, just like he created man. So let's think about that. What does that mean? And first of all, let's read the verse that goes along with that. Colossians 1.16 says, For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible. God created angels, the things that are visible, the things that are invisible. On heaven and earth, they are created beings. So what that means is they have not been around for all of time. They were created beings. God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, that was the beginning of time. That's what's been here forever. That is eternal from beginning to end. But angels were created beings. Now, I think it's also important to acknowledge that they are separate created beings. Nowhere in scripture does it say that humans turn into angels. It speaks of angels as created beings and humans as created beings. And I think that's important um, just for our accurate understanding of what angels are. Because so often I think people with a good heart just say the wrong things. For example, when when somebody passes away and, you know, and they say, well, heaven just needed another angel. That's coming from a good place and it's a sweet thought, but it's not accurate according to scripture. And so number one is they are created beings created by our father um, and they are different from us. Okay, so point two um, comes with, you know, guardian angels. Do we have a guardian angel? Do we have one angel that is assigned specifically to us? Does it change throughout the years? Like, how does all of that work? And I sure don't have all those answers. (laughs) All I can do is point to scripture. So I will read to you the verse that a lot of people point to as possible evidence that we do have a guardian angel. But whereas, like, I can't speak to if this is One, two, five, ten. I don't know. Um, It seems to be plural as I'm reading it, but I'm not a scholar, so I'm just going to read it because here's the deal. This is what I do know about Scripture is that God's Word does not return void. So to be real honest with you, I get nervous teaching on things like this because I know I don't know all there is to know. And so I think, well, what if I say something wrong? What if I lead somebody the wrong way? 
if I am reading scripture, it will do its job. It will do its job. The scripture is alive and active and powerful. It will cover all my inadequacies. So here I go. I'm reading Matthew 18, 10. And again, this is the verse that some people will point to um, as to um, evidence of us having a guardian angel or angels. Again, Matthew 18, 10, if you want to look it up yourself. And I highly encourage you do. I encourage that anytime you're listening to somebody else talk about scripture, that you read it for yourself because sometimes things are a little bit off or they'll spin things a little bit of a different way. So Matthew 18, 10. Here is what it says. It says, see that you do not look down on one of these little ones. Now, for context, Jesus is, this is Jesus speaking, and he is talking about kids. So see that you do not look down on one of these little ones. For I tell you that their angels in heaven always see the face of my Father in heaven. Okay, and we'll read it again. See that you do not look down on one of these little ones. For I tell you that their angels in heaven always always see the face of my Father in heaven. So that indicates that we have personal angels. And then point number three is, you know, what do angels do? We've talked about how they are, you know, different, a different created being than us. We've talked about um, having personal uh, angels. And um, and then Psalm 9111, it kind of tells us one of the things that the angels do. We know that the angels are messengers, but they are also protectors. Psalm 9111 says, for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. That is a great, <laughs> just a great, a great thought, a great scripture, a great truth that so many times in the Bible, the first thing that the angel will say is do not fear. So many times, do not fear, don't be afraid. Angels will come when somebody is in distress, when they are about to fight a battle, when they're about to get eaten. <laughs> when they are in a crisis of belief, wherein they don't know what's going on. And so many times the angels' first words are, do not be afraid. Um, I think the angels want to bring peace and protection. So again, Psalm 9111, for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. These are some very assuring um, truths about angels. And like I said, we're just skimming the surface here. I, there's so much to learn about them. Um, I do encourage you to um, to pick up the book by Billy Graham Angels. Uh, it's a it's a great book. It's a lot of stuff. Um, but I'm just kind of hitting just a few points as we are about to start painting angels inside of our membership. I just want to have a, a good biblical context for them. I would love to hear if you have any angel stories, feel free to send us a message. We love just hearing about them. Even if you don't even know for sure if it's an angel, I think it's fun to talk about God's protection, God's provision, things that are things that can only be accounted to God. So feel free to shoot us a text message, 1-334-249-1818. We would love to hear that. And I do want to to close just with a really, just a really great scripture that I think is important for us to remember because anytime we start talking about the supernatural, I think it can make people feel uncomfortable, especially if they feel any fear towards it. You just got to remember 1 John 4, 4. If you are a Christian, this is what this says, is greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And again, that's 1 John 4, 4. All right, y'all. I hope that this has sparked a little bit of curiosity, maybe a little bit of a 
semi-deeper understanding. Um, Again, I am not a biblical scholar, so feel free to message me if you want to chat about something. If you need to correct me on something, I'm open to that. I'm open to a, a discussion because we all want to understand things a little bit more, and the way to do that is to dive into Scripture, look at what Scripture says, talk about it, think about it, all the things. So anyway, y'all, I hope you have a good week, and just remember, God is with you, and He is for you. I hope y'all enjoyed that podcast. I'll be sure to go like, subscribe this, leave a review. Let us know how you're liking it. We like that feedback. And if you want to follow us on other social platforms on Instagram, it's Pizzazz Art Studio. Same for Facebook and Pizzazz is P-Z-A-Z-Z. Pizzazz Art Studio. Go check us out and see what all we have to offer over there. 